Yeah, I'd like a hot dog all the way, please. Coming up. Here you go. Thank you. Ew. What, what is this? That's a corn-based hot dog flavored tube-shaped thing. It's, uh, it's almost good. That'll be $4.50. You know what? No thanks. If almost good enough isn't good enough for you, why would it be good enough for your pet? Add kennel kelp to your furry friend's diet. Sprinkled on your pet's food, kennel kelp helps with arthritis pain and stiff joints. It can also reduce shedding, fill in missing areas, and improve their looks. Healthy pets show even more energy and have better attitudes. See results in four to eight weeks. The good news is, kennel kelp isn't just for pets. It's good for you, too. Sprinkle it on your cereal or use it instead of table salt when seasoning your food. Kennel kelp is the holistic care solution for pets and their people. Safe for dogs, cats, birds, cows, chickens, reptiles, almost anything that walks, flies, or slithers. It's a holistic health solution for humans, too. To learn about their many products, visit kennelkelp.com. Get kennel kelp for a happier, healthier life. Hey everybody and welcome back <clears throat> to another edition of the BSL's Kennel Club Holistic Healing Hour. Your host and moderator, me, Grandpa Bill. Welcome one and all. We're here daily. We continue to grow exponentially with your help by paying you forward. Invited audience, ubiquitous audience, welcome one and all. And thank you for continuing to pay it forward. I have many goodwill ambassadors doing so. We continue to grow with your support. Do appreciate that. Today, welcome to another faction of workouts for geriatrics, aka Silver Streakers. Good for all kids from one to ninety-two. And when we come back from the ten-second break in just a moment, we're going to be talking about movement for health in a program. That's been a little bit. It's not really a program. It's self-improvisation of how I incorporate a little bit of a knockoff of a mini version because I've been doing it for so long. If you compact it into even a quick three-day boost and pick up a program beyond, we'll highlight talking about movement, some more routines. Medicines, vitamins to coincide, and we'll also get into some of the myths about eating vegetarian diets exclusively. So we'll be here for about 30 minutes, and we'll be right back after a 10-second break and take a look at movement. Talked in our routines archivally for the last five years. We'll be right back. Thanks for joining us. Okay, welcome back for the last segment of today's show. Try to keep this in total somewhere between twenty and thirty minutes. So. In today's podcast, we've talked about the importance of movement and physical exercise for we senior citizens, as well as how to get enough protein in our diet and fiber and iron in our plant-based diet. So, we also like to remind the subjects we've talked about of 
knowing that good nutrients through proper plant-based diet choices can also keep our brains young. One of the main reasons I do it. That's right. Eating a healthy diet is one of the best things you can do for your brain health as well. Plant-based diets are rich in antioxidants, vitamins, and minerals that are essential for brain function. One study found that people who ate a plant-based diet had a lower risk of developing dementia than those who ate a meat-based diet. Another study found that people who ate a Mediterranean diet, which is rich in fruits, vegetables, whole grains, and healthy fats, had a slower decline in cognitive function as they aged. So, what are some of the best plant-based foods for your brain? Berries, leafy green vegetables, nuts and seeds, and whole grains, legumes, quinoa, and fatty fish. These two are all rich in nutrients that are important for brain health, such as omega-3 fatty acids, antioxidants, and B vitamins. In addition to eating a healthy diet, there are other things that you can do to keep your brain young. Challenge yourself mentally. Learn new things, play games, do puzzles, stay physically active. Exercise is good for your brain health as well as your overall health. Get enough sleep. Sleep is essential for brain health and brain function and memory consolidation. Manage stress. Stress can damage the brain. It's so important to find healthy ways to manage it. Specific questions you can always ask yourself to determine if your behaviors and attitudes are aging you more rapidly. Do I get enough sleep? Do I eat a healthy diet? Do I exercise regularly? Do I manage stress effectively? Do I challenge myself mentally? Do I have a positive outlook on life? If you answered no to any of those questions. It may be time to make some changes by taking care of your physical and mental health. One can help to keep your brain young and sharp for years to come. One additional tip: you may entertain trying to learn a new language. I'm trying to learn one, Mandarin, through self-teaching that we've talked about here before. Studies have shown that learning a new language can help to improve cognitive function. And protect against dementia. So signing off here for today. Get out there, challenge your brain, challenge yourself. Join us each and every day. Hopefully, perceived as a harbinger of good information. But exercise, movement, initiate it, low and slow. As we come up with. Upcoming episodes will look on other ways to keep your heart, your brain, your immune system healthy. We're here each and every day, continuing to talk about food for the mind, the body, and the soul. We'll see you in the next episode, the next time around. Bye bye for now, and may God bless. Peace, everybody. Okay, and welcome back, and thanks for joining us. Let's segue right in talking 
movement and how going ahead and making a move for as little as maybe isolating a few minutes a day in the neighborhood of ten minutes. Importance of movement and physical exercise are important for people of all ages. Thus, is the joking around good for kids from one to ninety-two? The lyric from the Christmas song "Have Yourself a Merry Christmas" by Nat King Cole. Exercise and movement is good for any human being at any age, but concentrating on we silver streakers. Technology to keep at bay, so there's especially important for we senior citizens, because obviously as we age, the body naturally loses muscle mass and bone density, which make us more susceptible to falls, injuries, and chronic diseases. Regular exercise can help you to prevent these problems, of course, and improve your overall health and well-being. Exercise can also help to reduce stress, improve mood, boost energy levels. The benefits of exercise for weight loss and heart health. Exercise is a key component of any weight loss program. It helps to burn calories and build muscles, which can help you lose weight and keep it off. Exercise is also beneficial for heart health. They can help to lower blood pressure, cholesterol levels, and the risk of heart disease and stroke. Workouts for senior citizens. There are many different types of workouts that we talk about that are suitable for senior citizens. Good options are brisk walking if you're ambulatory. Swimming is an excellent one. Biking, dancing, yoga, tai chi. We do knockoffs of yoga, tai chi, dancing, and our form of strength training right within the series workouts for geriatrics. When choosing a workout, it's important to start low and slow, and gradually increase the intensity and duration of your workouts over time. It's also important to listen to your body and take breaks when you need them. A few specific workouts that senior citizens can do is many to lose weight and improve their heart health. Walking is a great way to get started with exercise. We've talked a lot about that in the archival shows. It's low impact and easy on the joints. If it's a challenge to make walking more challenging, if you can. Try walking on uneven surfaces such as trails or hills. Climb a mountain, walk in the path. Swimming is another great low-impact exercise. It's easy on the joints and works all the major muscle groups. Biking is a fun and challenging way to get exercise. On or off-road, I would suggest off-road. <laughs> don't don't ride your bike out on the roads. Wow! <clears throat> It's also a great way to get outdoors and enjoy nature. Dancing. Those of you that are joining in 
archival, you see me jump around, goof to the music or whatever I'm doing. <laughs> When I'm doing my asthma music and my forms of movement, dancing is a fun and effective way to get exercise. It works all major muscle groups and improves cardiovascular health. Yoga, ours is a knockoff. I would highly recommend. Silver sneakers, the Anthem program, which I go to and get a lot of my ideas, and I work that in tandem with the Spartacus 2012. When we get to the weights, free weights part, in which we've talked about before, yoga is a great way to improve flexibility, strength, and balance. It's also a good way to reduce stress and improve mood. Tai Chi. Is a gentle form of exercise that's good for balance and coordination. <clears throat> Talked about the wall exercise and jigong as just one of the exercises that we've talked about. Archival. It's also a good way to reduce stress and improve mood. Strength training is important for building and maintaining muscle mass. Can also help to improve bone density and reduce the risk of falls and injuries. Movement and physical exercise are important for people of all ages, but they are especially important for we senior citizens. Regular exercise can help to improve weight loss, help heart health, mood, energy levels, and overall well-being. So, if you are a senior citizen, and it's not a prerequisite. <laughs> But always talk to your doctor about getting started with an exercise program. They can help you to choose exercises that are safe and effective for you. So make a move. If you have ten minutes or thereabouts a day, put them in segments. You can seriously help your heart. There's ways to implement it in your day-to-day -day events. Lift weights while you wait. Lifting weight, your own body weight is lifting weight. Do squats. If you're whatever in between meetings or radio podcast shows or videos or what have you, or you're waiting for the magic wheels to spin. Be creative in in and of itself. Every time you find yourself waiting for something, take it as an opportunity to move. Break the day down into smaller chunks of minutes when you can squeeze some movement in. You could do squats. You're waiting for my radio show to come on. I tease a little bit. And however, you incorporate it into your day. These kinds of fundamental movements help burn calories and build up muscles that we use every single day. Resistance bands. We talk about that and do exercises with resistance band. One quick hack here: if you put them around your ankles and do lateral steps while you're making breakfast. Just as an example, set the scene. If you have a mat to do so, get a yoga mat rolled up in the corner, waiting until you're ready to work out. If you have one to do so, 
It's not doing you any good if it is rolled up and stays in the corner. Roll it out in a spot where you'll regularly be able to use it and see it every day as a friendly reminder. If you have a mat to do so, I work without a mat. But and yes, leave it there. When it's visible, that's the key. That's prompt. As soon as you wake up, for instance, if you exercise early in the morning, would be my suggestion, and I do it several times a day, in intervals, and three to five times a week, minimal. I usually do some form of movement and exercise. If you need a little inspiration, many virtual fitness programs. Like this one, <laughs> but also more formalized with nutritionists and the whole gamut at Silver Sneakers. We do knockoffs off here. I've had tremendous success over the years with the routines I incorporate, and I've had many say when they've partaken, adopted it, portions of self-improvised that they've seen discernible. And rapid improvement. Find your end goal. Walking around the neighborhood may not seem like an exciting progress or prospect, depending on your neighborhood. And always be vigilant. And nowadays, but it's easier when you have a goal in mind. Whatever the destination is, you know, when you're proximity, local coffee shop, the store, there's a park handy or wooded area, even better. But walk, aimlessly walking can become monotonous. But having a destination helps taking in what's around you, especially in nature. Getting the best of the world, both worlds. Next time you need to run an errand, or instead of driving it, grab a family member to walk or bike or hike to the store with you if a family member is available, and/or within your entourage, your fellow senior citizenry. Meet at your local coffee shop if you're in both in proximity to walk. Do so. It's just an example. Your demographics. If a physical destination doesn't work for you, choose a fitness goal to aim towards, like walking a certain distance each day, or actually training for three, five k, whatever. For those of you that are runners, all right. Let's take a ten-second break, and we'll come back, and we'll start to talk about the nutrition side of. To coincide with physical workouts for our segment of workouts for geriatrics today, we'll talk about some of the myths about eating exclusively a vegetarian diet and how to take a look at that. If you do, we'll be right back. And thanks for joining us. Okay, welcome back. Continuing here, protein. It is an essential nutrient that's needed for building and repairing muscle muscle tissue. It's also important for the production of hormones and enzymes. 
So the recommended daily allowance or RDA for protein for adults is 0.8 grams per kilogram of body weight. For example, a 150-pound adult would need about 120 grams of protein per day. So it is possible to get enough protein on a plant-based diet, but it can be more challenging. This is because plant-based sources of protein are generally lower in protein than animal-based sources. For those of you that are meat eaters, iron is another key element that we, especially senior citizens, have to work on. It's a nutrient that's needed for many bodily functions, including the production of red blood cells. And the recommended daily dosage for iron for adult men, for instance, is eight milligrams per day, and for adult women, the RDA is 18 milligrams per day. So plant-based sources of iron are generally lower in iron than animal-based sources. Additionally, some plant-based sources of iron, such as spinach, contain compounds that can actually inhibit iron absorption. So, protein and iron superstars within the plant kingdom, for sure. There's a number of plant-based foods that are good sources of protein and iron. They include chickpeas, beans, legumes, nuts, seeds, lentils, and quinoa. These foods are all high in protein and iron, and they are also good sources for other important nutrients such as fiber, vitamins, and minerals. So the advantages of eating chickpeas, beans, legumes, nuts, seeds, and lentils. There are many advantages of doing so. They all are nutrient-rich, affordable, versatile, and delicious. Chickpeas, beans, legumes, nuts, seeds, and lentils can be used in a variety of dishes, such as soups, stews, salads, and main courses. They can also be eaten as snacks. Specific examples of how to incorporate protein and iron superstars into your diet: you could add chickpeas to a salad or a soup. You could make a hummus dip. With chickpeas, add black beans to a taco or a burrito. Make a lentil soup. Have a handful of nuts or seeds as a snack. Add quinoa to a breakfast bowl or salad. Other shows we've talked about cultured and fermented foods, so good for yourself and the body. Coleslaw, sauerkraut. Throw some black beans. I do that daily. That's I have that for breakfast quite often. <laughs> so, if you're following a plant-based diet, it's important to be mindful of your protein and iron intake. Chickpeas, beans, legumes, nuts, seeds, and lentils are all good sources of protein and iron. These foods can be used in a variety of dishes to make it easy. To get enough of these essential nutrients on a plant-based diet, additional tips for getting enough protein and iron on a plant-based diet: pair, that's P-A-I-R, plant-based sources of iron with vitamin C-rich foods, such as citrus fruits, tomatoes, and broccoli. 
to improve ironers absorption avoid drinking tea or coffee with meals as these substitutes can interfere with iron absorption use fortified foods such as breakfast cereals and plant milks to boost your intake of protein and iron if you must buy grocery store articles look for the best options talk to your doctor or a registered dietitian which I'm neither if you're concerned about getting enough protein and iron on a plant-based diet they most assuredly can help you to create a meal plan that meets your individual needs especially if they practice holistic and alternative medicine let's take another break and come back and we'll do an extended 10-15 minutes to wrap up today's segment incorporating some other workouts for geriatrics tidbits for this session we'll be right back to do so and thanks for joining us